All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three. Welcome back to Intrepid Leadership. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Joe Lavelle. Good morning, Joe. How are you, sir? I'm great this morning, Todd, and looking forward very much to our guest today. Yeah, this should be a great conversation. You know, we have really been diving into leadership from a bunch of different approaches, and so this conversation is going to add a lot of luster to this ongoing dialogue that we're having around leadership on this show. So let's get to it. Say hello to our guest. Her name is Dr. Joelle J. She's with the Leadership Research Institute and is an executive coach, keynote speaker, and the author of The Inner Edge, The Ten Practices of Personal Leadership. Dr. Jay, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to have you. Thanks for joining us. As we record this, it's in the wee hours of the morning, so appreciate you carving out some time for us to chat. We're looking forward to it. Before we get into our conversation, Joelle, take a few quick seconds, inform the audience a bit about you and your background. Okay. Well, as you mentioned, I am an executive coach as well as a keynote speaker and author. I specialize in the area of personal leadership, which is all about how to lead yourself to achieve what you want to achieve and lead the life you want to live. Often, I am working one-on-one with senior-level executives in Fortune 500 companies, but also with independent professionals and entrepreneurs. So really looking to help people find ways to leverage their most brilliant natural talents to achieve the goals they have for themselves and for their lives. All right. Well, give us the 10,000-foot view of The Inner Edge. What's the book all about? Who's it for? Give us the lowdown. The Inner Edge is written for anyone who sees himself as a leader. I believe that we are all leaders in some way, shape, or form. Some of us are leading companies. Some of us are leading organizations within companies. Some of us are leading our own business. But every single one of us is leading our own lives. The Inner Edge is designed to provide leaders in that definition with 10 specific practices that they can use to lead themselves from where they are now to where they want to be. Perfect. What inspired you to put together, to publish it, to do all the work it takes to get a book published? Well, it comes from my own personal story. So there was a time in my life where I found myself where many people find themselves today, overwhelmed, overworked lacking the clarity about what I really wanted to create for my life and certainly uncertain about how to create something different. So I put myself through the paces of identifying what did I really want for my life, long-term and short-term, what experience did I want to have? And I wrestled that to the ground with a variety of systems and strategies, trying to figure things out, drawing diagrams, making decisions. And along the way, I captured the strategies I was using to get where I wanted to be because I never wanted to be in that place of stress and overwhelm again. So in the end, I wrote it all up, and that became the book, The Inner Edge, The Ten Practices of Personal Leadership. So now, when I or anyone who practices personal leadership puts those principles to work, the experience is one of knowing exactly how to control your own life and decisions, how to get from a place of overwhelm and overwork to a place where you feel very confident that you have made good decisions about your life, you're doing what you love, you're doing it well, 
and is working out so that you're also enjoying yourself and really making the most of the life we have. The eternal question, what do I want? You know, Joelle, my biggest worry about someone, I just feel like there are still way too many people out there who don't really know the answer to that question. I mean, you can't lead yourself if you don't know where you want to go. I mean, how do you help someone figure out what their path is? I mean, do you agree with my assessment that there's still far too many people out there that don't have clear direction or an idea of what they want? I do think that's true. And there are a couple of different elements to being successful with getting that clarity about what do you want. So one important element is the belief that you are empowered to ask that question. That when you ask yourself, what do I want? You can find the answer and you have the prerogative to create that. Another important element then is to give yourself permission to explore and find out what you want. I speak Certainly for myself, when I say, this was not an easy question for me to answer. And to this day, it's not always an easy question for me to answer. It's an exploration. It's a process. And there are techniques, specific concrete techniques you can use to get the clarity you need. For example, visualization is a very popular technique used by everyone from Olympic athletes to corporate CEOs to really get the kind of clarity about what do I want? What am I trying to create? What does it look like? Visualization is a strategy we can all use to continue getting the picture of what would life look like if it were really ideal for me? What really do I want? So it takes some patience and persistence to let those answers evolve and a belief that it can be done. So those are the first two things I think are very important for people to empower themselves to ask the question and then to put in the time and effort with a measure of patience to find the answer for themselves. With all of that, the answer can become very, very clear, but it all starts with asking the question. So do I agree with your assessment that a lot of people don't know what they want? I do, and I would add a lot of people never ask themselves the question, what do I want? And that's the place to start. Do you think that those that are going to pick up your book and read it and become inspired in other ways, is this one of the questions that they will help themselves answer? Will they need further coaching? Will it inspire them to think about that? Absolutely. So the first practice of personal leadership is called Get Clarity. And the question we ask in Get Clarity is, what do you want? One of the things to know about this approach to personal leadership is that as an executive coach, executive coaches don't just care that you have good information. We actually want you to do something with it so you get the results you want. So When I talk about personal leadership, there are two important components. One is, what do you need to know? And the other is, what do you need to do? So in your question, the way you framed it was, you know, if someone were to read the book, for example, would that be someplace that they could go to actually get some answers? And the answer is yes. So what you would find is some inspiration, motivation, and knowledge about what it means to get clarity and how one goes about that. And then at least three very practical activities you can do to get the clarity you want. You know, this idea, though, let's flip the problem here. I asked you earlier about the people who don't know what they want, but then there's the other type of personality, I suspect, that's, nah, they know what they want. They're good dreamers. They have big aspirations and big plans, but they don't empower themselves, or more importantly, they don't have a coach to kind of push them through this. Or I guess another way to ask the question is, what are your strategies to get some discipline to start making the actions, doing the things that get you to where you want? That's the other problem, I suspect. So one thing I will say is The Inner Edge, the book, is written specifically to help coach people through the book or put another way to coach themselves. And so I want to offer a resource here so that all of your listeners are able to get the practices of personal leadership. So on my website, which is 
joellekj.com, so J-O-E-L-L-E, middle initial K, J-A-Y.com. There is an executive summary for the book available which lists all 10 practices along with questions they can guide, reflective questions to help them get on their feet with personal leadership. The, the first step alone of committing to, I am ready now to put myself through a process of personal leadership to get to a new place in my life and leadership is very important. And having those 10 practices is a way to start. Now, from there, when you ask about, you know, what does it really take to put the discipline into place? What does that look like? From a practical standpoint, it can look like spending time devoted to reflection and strategic thinking, maybe once a week for an hour, putting pen to paper or thinking and making plans and decisions. It could also look like working with an executive coach. So very often I will work with executives or leaders individually on a one-on-one basis to help them go through the process, the 10 practices of personal leadership or their own processes of making decisions and strategies to get where they want to go. So it's something that you can do on your own. It's something you can do with a coach. It's something you could do with a group of other people who are equally committed to their own success as you are. All right. Joelle will return after this quick break. We'll be right back. This program is brought to you by Miles Finch Innovation, LLC, a creative consultancy that is passionate about ideas, imagination, and facilitating a culture of innovation. Miles Finch Innovation helps companies navigate the messy territory of corporate innovation. They're strategic thinking partners who can help you get unstuck and identify creative solutions to your toughest challenges. They also love to train and speak on the subject of creative leadership. Learn more about how they can help you at milesfinchinnovation.com. Miles Finch Innovation, idea-centric, strategically driven, humanly conscious. All right, and we're back with Dr. Joelle J. Joelle, one of the things that caught my attention, and it's really one of the reasons I really enjoy reading books done by coaches, executive coaches, is you mentioned activities at the end of each chapter. Give us a little more insight into what types of activities they might be and how they really help the reader gain momentum on the topic that you're discussing. Okay. So let's look at three or four of the practices of personal leadership. So we've already talked about get clarity. The first practice is get clarity, which is a practice in which we ask, what do you want? So the activities there are primarily around exploring that question in a number of ways and visualizing the outcome. Another practice of personal leadership is find focus. This is a world in which we all often find ourselves distracted, overwhelmed. It's hard to get focused because there are so many things that are distracting us. And so find focus is all about asking the question, where should I be putting my attention? And an example of an activity is to identify your focus areas. I recommend five, five to seven, where you can identify clearly, specifically, ticking off on your fingers your top priorities. That kind of focus can really help people to quiet down the noise around them and stay focused on their priorities. So that's another practice of personal leadership. Let's add two or one or two more. The third practice of personal leadership is called take action. So you have clarity, you're focused, now what do you do? So the activity around take action is all about creating the action plan. What specifically is the strategy, structure, or framework you will use to identify the steps you need to take to move forward? This is a critical step. Then after you have 
that kind of action plan, then you can start layering on the other practices of personal leadership that will very much strengthen your ability to get results, like building a team, which is one of the practices all around what support you need to get there. And there are others as well. Joel, do you have to apply all 10 practices to succeed here? I mean, is this one of those deals where you have to successfully deploy all 10 to achieve a level of success? Or is there a situation here where one or two of them might not necessarily apply? I'm just curious about that. Great question. So I like to think of the 10 practices as stones in a river. If you're trying to cross a river from one side to the other, and you hop from one stone to another, to another, to another, to another, and eventually get to the other side, You can do that a couple of ways. One is you can stand on the edge of the bank and choose your path and go step by step by step all the way to the other side. The other is you can hop on one of the stones and then look from there to what makes sense to do next and what makes sense from there to do next. And you may find that those two paths are different. So there are some people who are very linear, very thorough. They like to do step one, two, three, four, and so on. That is a very comprehensive, cohesive way to practice personal leadership, and it does work exceptionally well. However, there are other people who prefer to be more organic. They want to choose the practice that's most relevant to them right now today. So the first person might start with getting clarity, finding focus, and then taking action, and then building their team, and so on to get results. The other one might say, hmm, I'm pretty good. I'm taking a lot of action. I'm really clear. But, you know, I really haven't given thought to how to maximize my time for example, which is one of the practices of personal leadership, I think I'll just invest right now in really getting my arms around how I'm maximizing my time, and then I'll choose the next practice when I'm ready for that. Either way will work. Very well. That's awesome. Joelle, tell us, and this might be a personal curiosity because I do a lot of arranging and speaking for different organizations. Tell us about your speaking, the types of organizations you speak to, and what they want to hear from you. Great. So primarily I'm a keynote speaker and I am known for coaching from the stage. So again, just as in the book The Inner Edge, when I am giving a keynote presentation, what I really want to do is give people the tools and the information to be able to coach themselves and leave the conversation with concrete, specific actions they can take. So often I'm working with large-scale organizations. I speak at worldwide conferences for corporate Fortune 500 companies, and I will also speak at smaller scale events for organizations within those companies or even associations or groups and smaller settings, gatherings of people, either individuals or, you know, perhaps gatherings like a women in leadership conference or a leadership conference that draws from a number of industries. Perfect. In every one of those settings, the concepts, the practices of personal leadership, the overall arching message of empowering yourself to create the results you want is the same. And it's one of the things that I think is really the beauty of personal leadership is this is something that everyone can do to take control of their lives and to make their own decisions about who they want to be and what they want to achieve. However, what the other piece of that is whether you are a stay-at-home mom, a retiree, or the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, the practice of, of personal leadership will play out differently for you. So I'm always looking to help people understand how does this look for me in my specific circumstance so that I can get the results I want. Joelle, I worry that a leader, whether they are leading a Fortune 500 organization or are leading themselves, feel like they have a choice between, well, I can either be successful or I can be happy. It sounds like your philosophy says you don't have to choose. That's exactly right. I call it success without the sacrifice. 
there is very unhelpful, unproductive conversations in the media often about the debate between can you have it all? Is it healthy to think you can have it all? Can you not have it all? And I would much rather have people think about, well, what is my all? What does having it all mean for me? What are the things that are important to you? And is there a way to get them all into your life at once? Of course there is. And if you have any doubt about whether or not it's possible to have it all, just ask the people who do. Personal leadership gives you the opportunity to create that for yourself. I'd be interested in your take in a lesson I'm trying to teach my eight-year-old that you don't have to wait to be assigned a leadership position to be a leader. And it's something that I wish I'd learned when I was eight. It kind of goes to his sports. You know, he will sit back and wait to assert himself until the coach or somebody speaks up and says, assert yourself rather than stepping up. And I feel like it's the same in business. I'm interested in your reaction and then maybe how your 10 practices might fit into that. That's a great question, and I think I can draw some learnings from my own nine-year-old. <laughs> One of the key elements of being successful is the way you define leadership. I define leadership as being someone who can create a vision and compel people, including yourself, to achieve it. When you see yourself as a leader, you empower yourself to deliver on that vision. That may be in a group setting where you can step up in your team for eight or in your team when you're in the corporate setting or in your business when you are the president or in your business when you are not. It's all about having the confidence and the clarity to be able to say, here's something I think is valuable. I've thought about it and I'd like to share it because I think we can get there and I know how to do it. So the mindset and the spirit of personal leadership is almost more important than the setting. And when people have that sense of confidence and clarity, it shows up, they become much more compelling as leaders. They become more visible, they become more charismatic, they become stronger, and more importantly, they feel stronger and more empowered from within. And they actually are, I would argue, more powerful. Joelle, we're about out of time. One final comment that you mentioned earlier in the broadcast about the need, I think you said at least weekly, for personal reflection and strategic thinking. I came into that in my life very, very recently, and I regret that I didn't do it much, much sooner. And part of that practice is, is my daily meditation, which is where I do a lot of that reflection. I mean, what's your thoughts on meditation? Or is that one way to, to facilitate that personal reflection that I agree is so necessary and so critical to this whole process? And that I think there's a lot of people that struggle with, what do you mean and how do I actually do strategic thinking? Because I, I, I still think there's too many people out there that aren't using their heads, that aren't thinking. But the strategic thinking isn't just thinking about things going on in your life. It has to be very, very purposeful. Great. So I hear two questions there. Let's take the first one first. There is a practice of personal leadership. It happens to be the ninth practice, which is called the possibility. And the central question of that practice is, how do you invite success to come to you, as opposed to having to chase after it all the time? And the practices or the strategy related to seeing possibility include meditation and a number of other more, I would say, almost Eastern philosophy-based activities that have to do with opening their mind and being able to allow life to unfold. So our typical Western way of thinking is about making things happen. What you're describing with meditation is a way of letting things happen, letting your mind open to the possibilities so that you can really see what's available to you. So I do think that meditation is one very effective way to practice personal leadership because you are giving yourself the opportunity to be led by your intuition. Now, the 
the second question you asked, I think, is equally important, which is really, what does it look like? What does it sound like to practice personal leadership on a daily or weekly basis? One of the things I have enjoyed very much in working with personal leadership is working with whole organizations to put into place full-scale, long-term leadership development programs for cadres of their most talented leaders. And I talked with them about finding their own personal way of doing this work. So there are some people who are journalers. They like to journal, so they journal a lot. They'll, they'll read the 10 practices of personal leadership, ask themselves their questions, and write their answers. There are some people who much prefer to collaborate. They want to be in conversation with other people. So they might create a mastermind or a small group or a coaching group where they can together talk about the practices of personal leadership, answer the questions together, ask questions of each other, and together find their answers. There are people who prefer to meditate. They want to be in silence and quiet their minds so they can get their own answers. There are some people who want to program. They will sign themselves up to have their coach, a coach like me or someone on their team, to walk them through the entire process so they can just kind of give over to doing exercises and, and taking assignments from someone who can manage that part for them. These are all options. So you don't have to go out there with a blank sheet of paper and wonder, what do I do with my strategic thinking time? Rather, you can think about, what is the way that I best learn, and how can I use that strength to practice personal leadership? All right. Well, Joelle, I'm afraid to say that we are out of time. Before we let you go, how can people get in touch with you and learn about all of your work and most importantly, get their hands on the inner edge? Great. Well, I would again point them directly to my website. Everything is there, including books, workbooks, articles, worksheets, audios, many of which are completely free of charge. So the website again is joellekj.com, J-O-E-L-L-E middle initial K, J-A-Y, dot com. And on the homepage, there is an opportunity there to stay in touch. I do have a newsletter, but more importantly, there is a place there to get the executive summary of the inner ed. So that will come free. Just send me your email address, and you will have right out of the box some of the important starter kit kinds of content and exercises to get you started. Dr. Joelle K.J. with the Leadership Research Institute. She's an executive coach, keynote speaker, and the author of The Inner Edge, The Ten Practices of Personal Leadership. Joelle, it was a real pleasure to have you. Thanks so much for stopping by and joining us. Thank you so much. All right. The pleasure was ours, I assure you. All right. Well, that wraps this episode. Again, on behalf of our guest, Dr. Joelle K.J., my co-host, Joe Lavelle, I'm Todd Schneck. We'll see you soon on Intrepid Leadership. Come on.